WandaVision. <laughs> You're listening to WandaVision. <laughs> and that's it. We're that's in Westview now. <laughs> no, this is London to Brooklyn, London season two. To Brooklyn. Episode eight. That's of incredible. Two. That's amazing. I'm Elo. I'm Elle. And welcome. 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 Um, yeah, so we'll get right started. Started real quick with our WandaVision recap. WandaVision. And we're going to keep it to three words each. Three because, words each. Um, we, we're, not, we're not here to ruin someone's day. We know if you haven't watched it and you're going to watch it. Yeah. We're going to give you a pass. But there's only two episodes left, so time is coming. You better catch up. You better watch this ASAP. Also, I don't know how you go on any social media platform and not have everything spoiled yeah. for you. Yeah, because it's all out there. It's all we talk about. It's mm-hmm. all the world talks about. Mm-hmm. So, current episode, Breaking the Fourth Wall. Mm-hmm. Three words. Mm-hmm. Do you got them? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have yours? Um, I can just I can just start riffing. I'm going to just start okay. riffing. Okay. My three words were not Breaking the Fourth Wall. That's the title okay. of the episode. Yeah. Um, so, one of my words is going to be clowns. Mm-hmm. Magic. Mm-hmm. And this is one word. Mm-hmm. Breakdown. Okay. Okay, nice. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Mine is gonna be um funny, mm-hmm. darkness, mm-hmm. powerful. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And that's all you need. That's all you need. Funny, darkness, powerful, clowns. What did you say? I also magic, magic and breakdown. Break yep, correct. Nice. Great episode. This is, gr- I mean, the series. Couple of twists in this episode. I think I saw someone tweet it where they were like, there has not been this, like, pleasurable viewing experience mm-hmm. ever that is, like, WandaVision mm-hmm. right now. Because mm-hmm. week by week you get more and more and it's always so exciting. Like, yeah. this has been one of the greatest viewing experiences we've ever had. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. It's so fun. It's and almost the over. keep coming. We yeah. only have two more episodes. I hope the last two episodes are like 40 minutes each. I highly doubt it. <sighs> Kevin but... Feige owes me money Let's at this go. point. Also, we just got news that Loki, the TV show, will yes. start this summer, June, June 11th. 11th. Very exciting. Super exciting. Because that will be... I mean, Falcon Winter Soldier will probably end... May. May, maybe like early May. Mm-hmm. So we'll have a, like a month off, but that that's not a super long turnaround. No, then we head right into Loki. Hopefully in the middle of that we'll get Black Widow. Fucking hopefully. And then around Christmas, December, we'll get Spider-Man, which the title as of right now is No Way Home. No Way Home. Yeah. I really almost said Far From Home, but we no. already had that. No Way Home. There was a lot of shenanigans mm-hmm. on social media today about the title release. They think they're funny. They think they're so funny, these hooligans. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Phone Home as a possible title. Mm-hmm. That was from a good old Tom Holland. We had Home Slice from Zendaya. our queen Zendaya. Mm-hmm. And then we had Home Wrecker from Ned, who I cannot remember that actor's name. I was, ho- I was hoping you would know his name. I was like, damn it. His, I know his, she's going to say all their names and I don't remember. His Instagram handle is Life is Aloha. Yeah. I can't remember his name. His, his name is Ned in the show. Yeah. And, and he's great. Yeah. So we'll go with that. We're going to go with Ned. I'm so sorry, my guy. I'm sorry to this man. <laughs> but we're very excited for all of that. We're very, very pumped. I love all the content Marvel's getting us right now. I think yes. it's going to make us 
very happy. It makes for it a while easier to, to go through these rough times, it's knowing very... that we have Friday. I mean, everything happens on Friday. Which can we put some things like in uh, other days of the yeah. week? That would be really nice. It would make if I had to look. If I could look forward to a Tuesday. Yeah. Wow. Could let's you imagine? Go. Can we do Loki's on Thursday? Yeah. And let's move um, Falcon and Winter Soldier to like. Wednesdays or like maybe Saturdays so Mm -hmm. like I don't know we could watch it when it premieres rather than go to work and wait a whole day Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just saying Mm -hmm. just saying what else comes out on Fridays drag race yes it does we're at episode eight eight that's what we just finished and it was a rusical and no one went home and no (laughs) one went home it was fun Rosé killed it. Rosé. Our, our fave, Rosé, killed the challenge. Absolutely. She won the challenge. We were so excited. She... Living for it. And she absolutely deserved to win. Yes. Like, yes. this was her challenge. Yes. I'm so glad she fought for her role, mm-hmm. and she knew what she was doing, and she did it, and it was great. I loved it. She's fantastic. And this was a really good musical. Do I think the content was good? Not hmm. particularly. I don't know if I needed to see a social media. But musical. are we here for the content? No, we're here yeah. for the hijinks. Yeah. We're here yeah. for the tomfoolery, and that's mm-hmm. what we got. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting, though, because uh, two like heavy hitters kind of fell this week. Yeah. Simone and Candy. Mm-hmm. They were in the bottom, too, which probably rocked a lot of people because Simone has been doing so mm-hmm. well. And then Candy's also been like slowly building her way back up. So to see them in the bottom two, I think everyone was shook. Mm-hmm. And then Ruth said, don't worry, they're not going home. Yeah, and we're like, all right, well. And I guess we'll be watching this until 2022. Yeah, this is going to last a while. Literally eight episodes into season eight of Drag Race, we already had the top four. Eight episodes into Drag Race season 13, we still have nine, nine queens. That means at least, like, nine, like, eight more episodes. Probably. Unless there's an episode where, like, five of them go home. Which, at this point, I wouldn't be mad. Not because I want this journey to end, but the payoff is seeing who wins. Mm -hmm. And if I have to wait so long to get there, I'm gonna get a little worn out. And I think Mm -hmm. that's how a lot of fans feel. Mm -hmm. So, we love you, Drag Race. But, time's ticking. Yeah. Did you have any favorite, um, yellow outfits? Yellow outfits. Yellow looks. I think overall this is actually a pretty strong, like, mm-hmm. runway. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my favorites, I did like candies mm-hmm. as the Beyonce hold-up dress. Mm-hmm. Um, Got Mix was yes. incredible mm-hmm. as the crash dummy. I really like Denali's as well mm-hmm. as the snake. I always think her runways are really unique and mm-hmm. well put together. So I'm glad she finally got some recognition. What about you? I think my tops were Got Mix and Simone's. Simone's was pretty good. Yeah. I was a little confused by Simone's, but... I liked it. I think yeah. she pulls it off. She looks it's always good fresh. all the time. Yeah. So, Simone and Got Mix were my favorites. Gotcha, gotcha. I don't like yellow. Me neither. So, I was like, mm. And I didn't like the taxi looks. I liked... I, I don't know. I didn't love the taxi looks, but they looked better than some of their other runways. Yeah, I hate to for say sure, for hate sure, to for say. them. Yeah, for them. Yeah, for Tina and Elliot, like the bar's low, but yeah. I guess they found a way over it. I was like, okay, so cool, 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 cool. cool love cool. to you. Thought of yellow, it. and you're like, ah, yes, taxi. Let's roll. I mean, Elliot lives in what Vegas, so like whatever. 
Vegas. Joey J was from Arizona or something. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. But I think lived with, like, a bunch of people, like, Jada or Trixie up in uh, Milwaukee at one oh, point. Oh, wow. So. Interesting. I don't know what the whole tree is. Yeah. We need a tree. We need a full drive. Uh, yeah, I really tree. need to see who all knows each other. Because it's such a tight-knit. Yeah well-networked community. But great, exciting episode. This yeah. week's episode is just kind of a behind-the-scenes of them in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Which, like, so Alaska on her podcast mm-hmm. said, we're all currently living mm-hmm. through the pandemic. Maybe we don't need to hear what it's like to live in the pandemic. Yeah. And I thought that was a good point. Like, I turned to Drag Race to have some escapism. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need a whole episode explaining what it's like in quarantine when I'm already living some semblance of quarantine. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little disappointed we're not getting an episode. Yeah, at least, like, give us another episode and plus that. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to wait another week to get an actual episode. Which... Like, they, they don't need this break. All the episodes are ready to go, right? Yeah. So. And we also... Drag, drag Race UK is going to end in, like, three weeks, maybe. Mm-hmm. And after UK ends, like, I'm going to be pretty burnt out mm-hmm. and we shall see what happens yeah i'm still gonna watch it me too of course gotta see rose gotta see rose our Woo! close personal friend rose let's be po- sponsored by rose sponsored by rose she's doing a gig here in brooklyn yeah i saw yeah i don't i don't feel comfortable enough to go yeah. out to bars yet and i i know that like they'll be safe and i think mm-hmm. she wouldn't do it unless it was like fully prepared but be cool but not for me it'll be fun in the future in the future actually go see oh absolutely Mm -hmm. very fun very fun all right that was close on drag race yes so now we're gonna go into something very niche very niche so um to all of our valued listeners sorry this ain't for you this (laughs) is this is for our niche followers yeah sarah and mallory Mm -hmm. (laughs) because uh I don't know anyone else who reads these books. Um, we're going to talk about A Court of Silver Flames yes. by Sarah J. Moss. Yes! This book came out last week. Mm-hmm. We acquired the book this past weekend. It took us a while to get these. Um, Eleanor has finished the book, <laughs> and I only have, like, a hundred pages left. Mm-hmm. So. There's a lot. We're, we're going to discuss. We're going to try and keep it spoiler-free. Yeah, because... A lot of people still haven't finished. Yes. Or you haven't started this book series yet, which, like, what are you doing? Yeah, we're going to talk about Akatar, a.k.a. A Court of Thorns and Roses, mm-hmm. as a whole series, because mm-hmm. we haven't really talked about it. No, we haven't. And yet, this is something that has truly taken over our lives mm-hmm, at this mm-hmm. point, and we have lots of thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. So, Eleanor's going to give you a brief summary, because she's the one who's read these books the most recent. Yes. I read this book, um, sophomore year of college. So that almost feels like 10 years ago. <laughs> gotcha. So give gotcha. Us, give us the tea. Okay. So we start off with Feyre. Mm-hmm. And I'm going... You're, you're going to have to check me and make sure I keep pronouncing these names right. Sure, because I know how. Yeah. This is so hard. So we have Feyre, mm-hmm. who's part of the human world. And her family is currently on it fallen on hard times. So she has to go out and hunt for her family. While she is out hunting, she accidentally strikes a mythical beast. And because she killed this creature, she is forced to go live among the Fae through this mm-hmm. bargain, convoluted, don't really worry about semantics. Mm-hmm. 
So because of this, she goes and lives in the Fae world, which is these beautiful people who are immortal and have magic powers. And she ends up living in Tamlin's house, who is the creature she struck the, bar she struck the bargain with. And he is High Lord of the Spring Court. Now, there are very different courts throughout this mm -hmm. land. We have spring, summer, autumn, winter, dawn, day, and night. So she goes to live with Tamlin, and even though she hates the fae, fairies and humans have very tough relations, slowly over time she starts to warm up to them. And then there's an evil that takes over the fairy land, the fae land. Mm -hmm. It's pre preanth? How did we... Prithian? Prithian. Fairyland. Fairyland. Prithian. Prithian. So it takes over Prithian, um, where Tamlin, who is her love interest mm -hmm. at this point, mm -hmm. um, he gets kidnapped along with all the other High Lords. Feyre almost escapes, but she decides to go back and rescue the Fae, because mm -hmm. over time she starts to really grow to love them and respect them. So, she is then forced to go through these three trials. This is a very condensed version, mm -hmm. but she's forced to go through these three trials to save Tamlin from this evil fae queen, Amarantha. Mm -hmm. And through these trials, they really put her through the, like, highest form of torture, psychological torture. It's very brutal. These are very brutal, violent books. And she ultimately succeeds through the help of Rhysand, mm -hmm. or Reese, as we like to call him, who is Amarantha's right-hand man, so you would think he's very evil, but he has an alternate agenda. So he starts to help Feyre, and he, we find out, is the High Lord of the Night Court, mm -hmm. which is this evil, mysterious place that no one is allowed in and out of. So she eventually, Feyre eventually succeeds in her trials and is able to rescue Tamlin, and through the course of this rescue, she ends up getting killed, because it's She's a human going through fairy trials. The body is not made for such. And because she was able to rescue these group of people, all these high lords who had been under Amarantha's wrath for years, they grant her the powers of fae. And she becomes fae herself. So now she's immortal and she has all these incredible gifts. She then moves back in with Tamlin. And she expects to live this luxury life with him because they have fallen in love. End of, end of the first book. Shall I continue? Yeah, go for okay. it. Go for it. Okay. This is like you telling a story. This has now become an audiobook. <laughs> Proceed. So we have finished A Court of Thorns and Roses. We open up A Court of Mist and Fury with Feyre living with Tamlin in the spring court on the eve of their wedding. And we see that the trials she went through have taken a real toll on her psyche. She is, you know, stuck in this mindset that she should have, you know not succeeded, that the tasks she had to do were just unbearable, and there's a real trauma that's kind of held in her body, but Tamlin is so wrapped up in being a High Lord that he doesn't recognize what she's going through. And not to mention that she's left her father and two older sisters uh, back in the human world. Her two older sisters were not very kind to her, and her father was not a very present father, but nonetheless she's separated from her family now that she's Fae and they're still human. And on the eve of her wedding, she is about to marry Tamlin, who she thinks is the love of her life. She then starts to have a breakdown, realizing maybe this isn't what she wants. Reese and Reese 
had struck a bargain with Feyre in the first book, that he will help her only if she agrees to come to the night court one week out of every month. So right as she's about to marry Tamlin and she is going through the motions and is thinking of all the impossible ways this could go, Rhysand shows up and makes a move on their bargain, forcing Feyre to go to the night court. And we think it's going to be this hellscape, this monstrosity of a place. Rhysand is apparently this really dark and destructive creature who is beautiful. Folks, he is beautiful. <laughs> so like ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> so Feyre is taken from the love of her life, Tamlin, and is taken to the night court with Rhysand, where she realizes, oh, the night court isn't this terrifying hellscape. And Rhysand is not this terrifying, hell-driven man. Mm -hmm. He actually has a close-knit group of friends that he kept hidden from Amarantha. He has this amazing uh, metropolis that he overlooks. He has these really close ties to his people and did everything he did in the first book to protect his people. And because of this bargain, she keeps having to go to the night court, leaving the spring court to their own devices. And slowly we start to realize that maybe Tamlin isn't her true love and she needed to get away from him and his court to really heal in a way that she wasn't allowed to heal. So going to the night court, she not only starts to fall in love with someone else, but she starts to come back into herself and she's really focusing on who she is and all these amazing powers she has and dealing with the trauma she went through which under the mountain or the trials from Amarantha. But at the same time, there is a threat from another kingdom called Highburn that looks a little bit like Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> but we won't dive into yeah. that. So, Rhysand, while he's, like, trying to entertain Feyre and take care of her, he is also trying to figure out what to do about this oncoming threat of Highburn, these other fae kingdom that wants to come over and take over all the, night, all, all the different courts. So she starts to bond with him and then his two best friends slash brothers Cassian who's the general of the armies and then Azrael who is the captain of the spies a shadow singer mm -hmm. who are Illyrians they have wings they're amazing they are also beautiful <laughs> <laughs> more ASMR <laughs> can't talk about how beautiful they are enough um she meets Morgan and Amran who are his uh, who are recents to like top I don't want to say aides like, VP mm -hmm. and Secretary of State, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. Um, They're incredible women. They're also Faye. She becomes really involved in the Night Court. And Tamlin thinks that she has been, she has betrayed him, which she kind of has, yeah. but he was a terrible person. Mm -hmm. So, through a court of mist and fury, while they're building up their armies and trying to gather information about Highburn... They don't realize that Tamlin thinks he needs to go rescue Feyre and so makes a pact with Highburn. And they kidnap Feyre's sisters, Nesta and Elaine. Nesta's the oldest, Elaine is the middle child. And they get kidnapped by Highburn and turned into Fey right in front of Feyre and Reese. And it is harrowing to watch. Because it's against their wishes. They want to remain human, mm -hmm. but as a punishment and as a test of this cauldron's power, they force his sisters in and they become fae. End of the second book. There's a lot more, but I'm trying to wrap it up as quickly as I can. I'm so sorry. So then the third book is basically the war. 
the war between Highburn and Prithian. Prithian, thank you. I will someday learn how to say it. And we just basically see all these characters from all, all the information and all the skills they were amassing through the first two books try to fight this oncoming threat from Highburn and the four uh, mortal queens. So it's humans and in Highburn versus the Night Court and their forces. And it's very violent and dramatic. And while we don't learn a whole lot, we do see a whole lot. And um, there are more relationships that are built. There are more relationships that fall. We gain more insight into who these people are. And after a whole book of war and terror, we finally walk out victorious. The Night Court, their inner circles all still together. Reese is High Lord of the Night Court, and Feyre is High Lady. The first High Lady. No women were in charge here, but she gathers with her two sisters, Nesta and Elaine. <laughs> Join her in the night court with the closest circle of any inner circle, Cassian, Azrael, Morgan, and Amrin. Live happily ever after in the night court after defeating the ultimate enemy. Or did they? <laughs> and if you thought that that was complicated, just wait until Throne of Glass series. I can't. I can't. I haven't even touched on a court of silver flames yet. Yeah. Okay. Sh shall I continue? Continue. Okay. Okay, so this takes place, A Court of Silver Flames just came out. Mm -hmm. We waited a whole year since the end of Court of Wings and Ruin. A Court of Silver Flames is not about- Wait, wait, how long did you say we waited? Oh, I said over a year. It's way over a year. It's like, I mean, I wasn't wrong. It was like two or three years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, I was saw, you said just like a year, and I was like, whoa, no. no. Wings and Ruin was like years ago. I thought, I looked it up today, I think it was like 2018. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. Okay. I was like, Frost and Starlight was... Maybe 2017. Yeah, because I... Yeah. I think 2017, maybe. I'll look it up. Continue. Okay. okay. So, Court of Silver Flames is not from Feyre's perspective, which the first 3.5... There's a novella called A Court of Frost and Starlight that we won't really dive into, because it's very short. Um, she... Feyre is the protagonist, and it is told through first person. Yeah. A Court of Silver Flames is Nesta's story, the oldest sister. Nesta is known through the through the earlier books as this very cold, um, very, I don't want to say sassy. She mean, I guess is a way to describe her. Kind of like the characteristic of an evil stepsister. Um, and then over time, she slowly gets more involved, and her and Feyre establish more of a connection. We see that she's not... As cruel as she came off to be, she was just doing it to protect herself and her family. So, Nesta is dealing with the repercussions of the war, where she watched her father die in front of her. She was thrown into the cauldron and became Fae. She, you know, almost lost all of her friends and family. And she's really dealing with a lot of trauma. And it's also told from Cassian's point of view. Cassian is the general of the armies. He is... One of Reese's best friends considers him a brother. Um, him and Nesta have had this very taut relationship through the earlier books where she doesn't trust him and he doesn't like her, yet 
something keeps bringing them together and they clearly have a very strong connection and this book kind of it's Nesta's healing story as she comes to terms with who she is and how she grows into the person she was meant to be because she has all this untapped power after being thrown into the cauldron where she's slowly realizing who what she can do and how strong she can be with Cassian helping her achieve that but also Cassian learning to accept himself as this fierce warrior who's over 500 years old but comes from a really broken situation and together it's this really beautiful story of healing relationships and power mm -hmm. and i couldn't I, I won't go into too many details but this book is a triumph so good so a core of thorn and roses was 2015 2015 miss and fury was 2016 okay wings and ruin was 2017 so she wrote them back to back back to back then we got a break and then course um, A Court of Frost and Starlight, which is a little novella, was 2018, and then nothing until 2021. Took her long enough. I think she took a break to set up these next three books. I think mm -hmm. there'll be um, this one and then two others, probably. I, I hope so. Because the first couple books are, like, I re like new adult. Like, maybe yes, YA, yeah. but new. Like, the characters are, like, 19, early 20s. Mm -hmm. This is, like... This is adult. This is now adult. This is an Crescent adult. City. Yeah, like yeah, Crescent yeah. City. And it's adult for many reasons. Yes. Many, many reasons. There's a lot of rated R content. A lot of rated we'll R content. Stay away from. We're going to just stay away from because this is a podcast between two friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, but A Court of Silver Flames. Yes. Um, I think we can both agree this is our favorite this of is, the whole this series is my so far. Absolute favorite. Yeah. I think we can just connect more because we are adult now mm -hmm. like we're 23 yeah it's hard to connect sometimes reading back to YA books where they're like 16 or 18 Sh totally it's like okay but this is like i don't know it's easier to connect and it's like mental health issues that we can all relate to as I well totally so this feels very personal and i know the sarah j moss like wrote from her personal mm -hmm. point of view and story as well so it just makes it more real and more true. And you, you could feel the maturity. Mm -hmm. Like, reading these four slash five books, you see how it's you're meant to grow up with them. Because the things talked about in the first book mm -hmm. are not inferior, but they're things you would deal with as a 19-year-old. Yeah. While in this, like you said, this is what we kind of deal mm -hmm. with. And the way Nesta is understanding her emotions or something, a 23, 24, 25-year-old... And so on, would try to deal with their emotions. It's beautiful. It's so good. Yeah. So should we rank? Yes. So we start our rankings. Well, because yeah, we're gonna rank. We're gonna. I was gonna say more, but I'm scared. I'm gonna spoil yeah. stuff. <laughs> I have to be super careful. This is uh this book. Okay. Um, let's. Should we rank the books first? Yeah, let's rank books okay. first. Okay. All right. Do you want to go top to bottom? Top to bottom. Yeah. Okay. Number one. Uh, mine is A Court of Thorns and Roses. Wait, bottom? I thought we were going top to bottom, homie. Oh, bottom to top! <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I don't know if you can see the, just, the color drain for my face. I was like, it's not your bottom? No, we're going, so, number bottom, one. Bottom to top. Are we going bottom? Okay, we're yeah. going to bottom to top. Okay, so you're in fifth Least place. Favorite. You're in fifth place yeah. is A Court of Thorns yes. and Roses. yes. Gotcha. What's yours? Mine is A Court of Frost and Starlight. Yeah. 
there's just not a lot to uncover there. And while some of the scenes are really delicious, like, I wanted more. And I felt like it was a setup, and it landed, but at the end of the day, a setup is a setup. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Uh, next. A Court of Thorns and Roses. Mine is a Frost and Starlight. Okay, we just flipped It's just, like, Frost and Starlight has more Cassian. Yes. The first book has no Cassian. You're not wrong. So. Yeah. There it is. That's my That's a T. Um, third? Third, I have A Court of Wings and Ruin. I have Mist and Fury. Okay. Yeah. I, I think after such the high of Mist and Fury, Wings and Ruin, I was a little let down. Mm -hmm. And just because it felt like it was one plot throughout the whole thing. Mm -hmm. That's my only qualm. The rest is all good stuff. Fair. Yeah. Number two? Court of Mist and Fury. Wings and Ruin. More wow, Cassian. We, we really we really flipped him. Yeah. I just go from what my favorite characters go through. Okay. And the more my favorite character is in a book, mm-hmm. that's gonna obviously be my top choice. Gotcha. Totally. Other books. Understandable. Um so number one number a court one of silver flames. Is the ultimate G. A court of silver flames. Cannot be anywhere else on the list. I I cannot stress how it, incredible i'm excited to see how it ranks to the next books that are gonna come out i know i want them to continue along with nesta and cassie me too i was trying to figure out like who else like some chapters from Ariel's point of view would love Ace would be would be nice but you know like no elaine chapters please no elaine i don't know if you can tell audience i do not care for elaine no she's just like tending to her gardens yeah and like okay cool and as much as i really like love Feyre, we had four books from yeah, her point yeah. of view i like seeing other people mm-hmm. and i think it's more interesting that yeah, way yeah we like the multiple point of views yeah i, I like, like the third i like the third person point of view yeah yeah i think it it, it brings a, a more distinct mm-hmm. idea to it Solid. Nice. We have so many. We've um characters. Okay, characters. So we have our. We have ten. Bottom to top. Bottom to top. Okay. Who's your? Bleh? I have Tampon the Tamlin. Me too. Tamlin bottom. The no need to just like he just sucks. If he sucks. If you're reading the first book, ignore us. Yeah. <laughs> like you're supposed to like Tamlin in the first mm-hmm. book. I know I did. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> fair. Totally fair. But I was like, where's this book going? I truly did not know what to expect because I read it. It was so new. Yeah. The only person that I knew that had read these books was Sarah. Really? And she recommended to me. I was like, what is this series? Where's this from? And then I was like, oh my God. And I was like, oh, Taylor. And I was like, <gasps> recent. Recent, yeah. There it is. And recent. then that's what got me hooked. As soon as we met him, I was like, you're mm, sold. This is him. This yeah. is this is where this is where it gets interesting. Yeah, he yeah. he makes it quite a mark in that yeah. first that yeah. first couple pages. So that's how I got hooked. Yeah, and then now it's like blown up out of proportion. TikTok did that. Yeah, TikTok really Insane. did that. Okay, number nine. Uh, Elaine. I have Elaine too. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine's so boring. Yeah, she doesn't do anything. She literally just plants. Um. Okay, eight. Lucian. I have Lucian too. Yeah! The bottom yeah, three. the bottom three. I, I feel like Lucian's kind of like, I want more. Like, I need you to react. I, need, I don't know. Yeah. I need you to pick a side. I think. I just, ha- just, just shake him up. Totally. Him and Elaine kind of belong mm-hmm. together then. Shake him up. He's barely in Like, grow a personality, book. please. Yeah. 
Totally. Like, I feel like I would be annoyed by all three of them if I met them in real life. I feel like Lucian and I could vibe. I just, I don't need this sad boy vibe yeah. right now. Yeah. And he's pining after Elaine a little too sadly. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not cute. It's not a cute look, my no, guy. No, So, Lucian, you can stay in eighth place yeah. right now. Okay, number seven. Number seven, mm-hmm. I have Amrin. Oh my god, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I did we did not make these lists together. Um, I do really like Amrin, though. Me too. And this is getting where it's, like, tough, tough. Top, tough. S- top seven are all, like... Tough, tough, tough. With- I think we're gonna start deferring soon. I think so, too. Because I know your favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and I know yours, yeah. Um. Okay, number six. More. Yep. <laughs> Great, okay. She's so delightful. Yeah, like, I like her. Like, I, like I would want, lot. I would want more as, like, part of my family. Mm-hmm. I would want to look like more. I, oh, my God. That's what I try to strive You for are more. Oh, no, my God. The, the aesthetic? It's yes. It's just the blonde. <laughs> Almost there, baby. Um, five. number five? I have Feyre. I have Feyre. She's like, great. I like her a lot. Yeah. I like her a lot. This book reminded me how much I like her, actually. Me too. I guess my... She's, she's not a lame main character. Not at all. It's, she is one of those characters where I'm like... Sometimes I'm like, okay, you can't be that nice all the time. Yeah, yeah but she's so nice. <laughs> she's so nice. But she's really powerful, too. She she has so much power. And it in A Court of Silver Flames, they never really talk about yeah. it. But, like, in the Mist and Fury and Wings and Rune, she was incredibly powerful, yeah. and it was awesome to watch. So. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. This is where we defer, I'm guessing. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> okay, number four. Do you have Nesta? Nesta. <laughs> Who do you have? I have Reese. That, that makes yeah, sense. that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Um... I yeah, have I have yeah. I have nothing bad to say about no, Reese. No, I love Reese. He's just not as my favorite he's, as the others. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So number three. Number three. Azrael. Reese. Okay. <laughs> I it's my boys are all gonna be in the top three. I, the bad boys are fantastic. Yeah. Just I love Reese so much. Um, love 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 love. I love Azrael. Yeah. And I will we will talk about Azrael again. <laughs> yes. Okay. Number two. Number two. Yeah. I have Cassian. I have Azrael. <laughs> I love him. I love, I love him. him. I love Cassian. Oh my god. There's no bad things. I probably before this book it would have Well, there's a there's, there's a, a helicopter landing on our roof. It might be. I heard us talking so loud. Is that a helicopter? Yeah. I think it's like landing here. I'm sorry, viewers. Wow, this is really loud. Sorry. Um, okay. Okay. So I was gonna say probably before this book I would have had Azrael and then Cassian, but mm-hmm. after this book it's now Cassian then mm-hmm, Azrael. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cassian is just he's a gold like no man can compare. No man can compare. Well, we we can. Yeah. And Azrael. And Azrael. <laughs> like in the but three of them or it's hot. Same. It's hot. Okay. Um. So your number one. My number one's Nesta. We compliment each other so well. I love Cassian. I've liked him since his name was first mentioned in the books. You, that was the first character you told me about, I yeah, think. Yeah, I was like, boom, Cassian. Yeah. Like, I'm very, like, I'm very quick at deciding who my favorite characters are within the first sentence they're mentioned. Yeah. Who my, where my loyalties lie. It's always been Cassian. In Red Rising, it's, it was Cassius. As soon as I see these names, I'm like, you pick up, 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 up. You pick favorite, them. and I'm not wrong about their character development or how they become so important. I, I remember I was very shocked when you said Cassius was your favorite character because mm-hmm. I was like, the guy's not in the book. <laughs> like, he's not 
here. And then he's there. And then he's like, oh my god, he's dead? And you're like, peace. I'm and alive. He's there. Let me help you. He and, you and you're like, what side does he, you know? He's very, he's very, he's all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Um, At least with Cassian, we know he's a steady one side. He's, we, he's loyal his to His loyalty is unfathomable. It's unshakable. Okay, I don't know if there's Star Wars going on in the sky right now. Oh my god. It's so loud. Um, quick note on my girl Nesta. Yeah. My queen Nesta. Mm-hmm. Um, Nesta comes off really terrible in the first book. It's getting louder. <laughs> uh, I feel it's, like we're under attack. It's getting so much louder. Um, anyways, Nesta was pretty awful in the first book just as like, but then I remember in that first book where she, it doesn't fall under Tamlin's spell mm-hmm. and she goes all the way to the wall to mm-hmm. look for Feyre and that was kind of the moment where I was like, oh, she probably has more going on than we think. She's yeah. not this evil sister. I also will always love the oldest siblings. Mm-hmm. I, as an older sibling myself, the oldest sibling, there's a bond that you can't break. And then throughout the books, she just gets more and more interesting and seeing her life and her point of view, like was breathtaking Mm -hmm. i cried so much reading this book Mm -hmm. and it's because of her struggle and her coming to terms and like no one like especially during this time when a lot of people are in bad places seeing a character go from like the bottom pit of like the worst place they're in to rising is just so enlightening and really inspiring and that's what i saw in nesta i saw real kinship dare i say I saw myself in her a lot, and it was just really heartwarming to see that no matter what she went through, she herself can pull herself out of it rather than have someone pull her out. And it was awesome. It was. Cut. <laughs> I saw myself more in Cassian. Cassian was also, he really, he also went through his own struggles. Yeah. And that's why we compliment each other so well, homie. Yeah. Friends. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> just friends. Just friends. Um... No, I I really like this book and Nessa and Cassian. So which court would you be in? So as you mentioned, there's a lot of different courts. Um, really slap myself. Um, I want to be a part of the night court. I'm gonna try and talk over this <laughs> fucking helicopter. I want to be part of the night court because that's the court mm-hmm. we spend the most time in, and they have obviously the coolest people. But I'm a real sun pro person i need sunshine to feel any ounce of joy so i think i would be part of the day court Mm -hmm. also because the high lord of the day court helion is smoking yeah he's really cool he has very cool cool powers too yeah they're they're all about like no they're very knowledgeable which i i i think that's why i would want to be part of the day court is that they're known for their libraries so i would i would be very happy that makes sense what about you, Home Skillet? I would definitely be Night Court. Yeah. I love darkness and night and stars and mountains. All and true, all true. Intense fighting and, uh, yeah, and going to the Court of Nightmares would be a nice plus. You're crazy. You're psycho. Yeah. So I'd be definitely, I'd, I'd definitely be uh, the Night Court for sure. I could see you being the Night Court. Um, I think you'd thrive. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That'd just be, haha. Or thrive too much. <laughs> Dare I would become evil. <laughs> you, would be, you would become Care, the evil guy yeah. from Court of Nightmares. Oh God, he's really bad. <laughs> he's very bad, but you would you would find you would find some familiarity yeah. there. Uh, who would be your mate? Um, I think my mate would be Azrael. My mate would be Cassie. Yeah. For sure. For yeah. Sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, Azrael, he's just 
god. It's Are we so under attack? Can you look out my window real quickly to see what's going on? Y'all are watching, are hearing this in live live time. I can't see anything. That is, that is insane. Sounds like there's a battle or they're searching yeah. for someone. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, anyways. So, Azrael is just like calm, collected, powerful, <laughs> very smart. He is, um, he's very mysterious, but yeah. he has this very dry cut sense of humor that I yeah. would love. Yeah, and he's tall. He's, he's Since tall. you like him. He's the tallest. I know he's very muscular, but since you like him, he's probably a little lanky. <laughs> <laughs> Just read me. Why don't you? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's, uh, it's fair. It's yeah. fair. And then you, in turn, would love Cassian because he is shorter than Israel. <laughs> Tiny bit. Just a tiny bit, but it's still. He's a little more reckless. You also, would you like the long hair? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he could put it up in a bun. He's got, um, Cassian has, like, sh my length hair, mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. like, right above the shoulders. That's fine. It would probably be up. Yeah. He always ties it back. Yeah. It would, I bet it'd be really hot. I would get jealous of if his hair looked better than mine. That cannot happen. Okay. That cannot happen. We'll, we'll make it work. I cannot be with someone who has better hair than me. Done. <laughs> I'll, t I'll tell the man to shave it. <laughs> Sorry, my guy. I don't make the rules alone with us. Um, but yeah, I think Cassian and Aziel for sure. I mean, Reese, I would not be mad. I would not if be mad. If they were like, Reese is your man, I'd be like, great. Also, I think, Solid. I think the reason I also like want I'd, to be Aziel's mate is because he's A, lonely. <laughs> and he needs a mate. And two, I, I don't feel like I'm encroaching on anyone's territory. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to step on anyone's toes, you know? True, 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 Elaine can go fuck herself for yeah. all I care. I almost think, uh, I hope Elaine and Aziel aren't, like, mates. No. We That'd have some, nice. we have some new characters in this new book yeah. who are, um, gonna put some twists mm -hmm. in a court, in the, in this lovely court. So what to take away from this lengthy book conversation? Yes. Um... um I know this was niche, but we warned you. We told you. This is this was for us. Yes. <laughs> and we want you to discover the world that Sarah J. Maas has created. Mm -hmm. She has created now, like, three different worlds. Yes. Kind of all, like, the same vibe. But um, we have the Corazon and Roses series. We have the Throne of Glass series. And now we have Crescent City series. Mm -hmm. um, so any book that you pick up from her will be worth your time. Yes. Lovely, amazing. Um, I don't know. I think there's, like, movies planned or TV shows or something. It'd be interesting to see if they pull it off. Yeah, it's very, very hard. Yeah. There's so much. I don't, I don't know how. I, it would be so hard to mess up. It would be so easy to mess It'd up. It'd be so easy to mess up. It also, like, I have such a clear idea of mm -hmm. what I would want, so anything that wasn't that would, it wouldn't be right. Yeah. So, if they do decide they need to take your, their time, mm -hmm. cast it properly, and don't mess it up, and don't make it PG. These are very violent mm -hmm. and smutty books. Yeah, so. And don't take that away from yeah, us. Yeah. Do not take they it away from us. It needs to be, like, us. Game of Thrones style. Yeah. If HBO wanted to do this, I would allow it. Absolutely. If, like, Disney Plus wanted to do this, get fucked. No. No. I'm not watching a Disney version of this. No, no, no. No. As much as I love Disney. Yeah. yeah. I think we can agree on that for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, we recommend Sarah J. Maas. Sarah J. Maas, Crystal our queen. Flames, uh, released. Uh, get it in your bookstore. Yes. 
go support your local bookstore. If you want to skip the previous book, I think you can start with this and be okay. <laughs> if you're feeling, if you're feeling, if you're feeling like risky, you would have to like really jump a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah, because I haven't read the books in like four twenty seventeen. Yeah, so that was it's like been a four while. years ago. Yeah, I feel fine. Feel good. Yeah. Um, a good, like, standalone, it's not standalone because there'll be more books, but if you just want to read one book, Crescent City, mm-hmm. House of Earth and Blood, it's the first book of the series, and she hasn't written any more, so if you just want to stick to one book and give it a try, it's also one of her hardest books mm-hmm. to read, so you know if you get through that. You can get through anything. Get through anything. The easiest ones are the Throne of Glass series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't read them, so I can't yeah. speak they're, on them. They're easy to read, and they're YA, I would say. Okay. They're, yeah. Mm, yeah. I know, I know it gets more mature as it mm-hmm, goes on. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, we love it. Uh, what are you currently watching or reading right now? Um, I am currently watching Star Trek Discovery 2, mm-hmm. season 2. Hi, Anne. I'm almost done. I have two episodes left. Nice. Um, this season is interesting. I haven't made up my mind if I like this season better than mm-hmm. the previous season. Okay. I will report back. Sounds good. We can... Um, I do really dive into this deeper next week. Yeah, I do. I enjoy the series not because I think it's particularly well made, <laughs> but because it's you know Star Trek. It's got that mm-hmm. family atmosphere. It's got the cool sci-fi, and it's it's entertaining, and I, I, I vibe with it. That's oh, it's the only thing I'm watching right now. Yeah, I've only read this book and catch up on Le Marseille, which is back. Hell yeah! So, if you watch French reality TV, hit me up. The Marseille is back. This is your girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we're gonna, you know, once, since we've read this book pretty fast, we're gonna go back into our watching. We can now move on with our lives. Yeah. I truly could not do anything no, until this I finished like this book. No, this is like a on-hold break. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank if you. If you made it this far. Uh-huh. If you have any other book series that you really like, hit us up. Let us know. We love reading. We are book of files yeah <laughs> I don't know what the word is. book of the month sponsor us book of the month or barnes and noble Barn- bruh barnes and noble barnes and noble owes us yeah i got my refund oh thank god yeah i was about to ask but just for the emotional stress it put mm-hmm. us through it's a whole it's a whole separate pod <laughs> anywho thank you so much for sticking with us if you're still yes. here have a lovely weekend yes and we'll catch up with y'all soon yeah ciao Peace and bless.